me having a drink tonight, Chris. Hmm. I think I'm going to try this Bearded Iris Ever Clever. Bearded. <laughs> Double dry hopped. Just just to Double. give you just to give you a brief description, it says it's the cleverest of the Everest. <laughs> Your well, morning favorite cornies. <laughs> Your favorite banter-slinging Foxy D-I-P-A now burst with a wicked double dry hop that'll keep your taste buds as nimble as your wits. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That's why I gotta try it. Yeah. As nimble as your wits. Mm. So, Chris, I've recently come into an interesting piece. Really? I've had an interesting, I've had an interesting piece recently come into my hands. Tell me about it. It's a record called Open Up Your Vision. So it's a record, it's just various songs from a group called Cornucopia. Oh, that was actually local, wasn't it? Or it was close, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it was. It's fascinating because some people had, had called it a cult. It was, or it was cult-like in essence. Which is, it, it, it's interesting when you read the back of this album, they they made their own album full of music and i'm I'm intrigued to hear it so what's it called again what's the album yeah open up your vision open up your vision yeah it has a real wow. trippy picture of a heart on it so so this group so this is kind of like you said it was like a commune like a people that were living together so yeah. they're almost kind of like hippies. i don't yeah i hippies don't have a lot a of bit, information right? on it and i, I need to try to dive in more but they were actually they kind of operated in the local area interesting and they were called cornucopia and they made their own um it seems their to own me, records, huh? yeah, they made their own music, and that's what this record is. This record is 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 various songs that mm-hmm. they recorded and literally made an album of. And it's really it's really interesting to me. But a lot of people had kind of pegged them as a cult, but it's not really known. It's it's it seems more like they were maybe kind of like a hippie movement too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's, I think that's the way they're kind of described, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so what's interesting is like we were talking about, so so talking about this this record that you found and talking mm-hmm. about kind of strange cults groups or whatever. You know, I remember the other day you were telling me about this group called Heaven's Gate. Yeah, and it's actually a pretty well known story actually in the 90s group. i think but but explain a little bit about like what was kind of what, what, what who were they like what was the the whole premise behind that because i know it was, was kind of very bizarre like i've seen some videos that i think were part of their like introduction or um kind of introduction to the group you'd oh, watch yeah, these inter- certain video you'd watch these videos yeah, yeah you you'd watch these videos YouTube. and there was this guy well i can't what was his name marshall applewhite Right, this Marshall Ibowite, so it's him, right, speaking him, on him these videos. A, him and a woman named Bonnie uh, Nettles, I believe. Nettles? I think that's how you say that. So, so like, it was, it was really bizarre because they had these strange beliefs that, yeah. were like, well, what, what kind of what were they? I know you were telling me a little bit more about it. Well, it was a group started by these two people that had this idea that, that we were more or less spirits and our bodies were vessels. We had humanistic practices that needed to be eradicated in order for us to elevate to the next level. Right. So the like whole, so their whole spiritual stuff. So their whole, spiritual. I guess, kind of their whole religion, their whole lifestyle was centered around trying to elevate yourself above the human Correct. side. Right. That I'm was kind of their philosophy. The human experience. Right. right. They ended up getting a following. It wasn't a large one, but it was. It was. They gained quite a few people. Mm-hmm. And as it went on, the the leader, Marshall Applewhite, has suggested 
doing certain things to uh, to repair to decrease human humanistic practices. Mm. So, for example, um, some of the men were castrated because wow. that was considered a humanistic desire, and to get rid of urges like that. Wow. Was to, was to create a pure sense, so you gotcha. could you could go to the next level, right? Super bizarre stuff. Wow. Super <laughs> bizarre stuff. And people were willing to do this, and they did it, and they believed wow. them. So on March nineteenth through the twentieth of nineteen ninety seven, Marshall Applewhite taped himself on Doe's final exit, and I believe that's the name that he went by. His name was Marshall Applewhite, but he had like the nickname Doe, or or that was the name that he asked that his his be addressed by you're yeah. addressing by yeah he um speaking of mass or on this video he was speaking of mass suicide and the only way to evacuate the earth after asserting that a spacecraft was trailing comet Haley bop that this event would represent the closure to heaven's gate Applewhite persuaded 38 followers to prepare for a ritual suicide so their souls could board the supposed craft so essentially, he was telling them, "It's it, we're going home now. It's time to it's time to." It's kind of what he, they say, right? I'm going home, right? It's time to leave the human right. vessel and to ascend with this alien craft that follows this comet mm-hmm. as it goes across Earth. This is our only chance, and that's essentially what he convinced them into. And and it's really disturbing to watch some of the, I guess you call them like interview videos speaking to the camera and telling them, you know, I'm so excited to go. I'm ready to go. Wow. I'm, you know, yeah. They were I'm, so sure. Don't don't so don't sure, right? don't mourn my death. I'm I'm going to the next level. I mourn for you because you're left behind. They were they were indoctrinated. Wow. They were truly indoctrinated. Wow. They're then they're really strange. And essentially it led to them killing themselves and they were discovered, I believe two people didn't kill themselves. Two people stayed alive, and one alerted the police, and nothing ever came of it. I mean, because it was a suicide. I mean, right. you know, you can't. There's no. But I, like, I feel like I've seen some of like the footage of them going into this yeah. building, and it's really creepy. Well, what like, they did was all they these rented, beds. Yeah, they yeah. rented a house that they called the monastery, and when they were tipped off that there had been, you know, death had occurred. The police went there, and it showed. There's there's footage of them walking through mm-hmm. this this house, and this house they had. It's almost like bunk beds. They had put like bunk beds in there, and I, I'm assuming they were living there for a little while. And everybody's there's just dead bodies. It's like it's like walking through a morgue. Right, and it's kind of weird because they're, like they're all they're all like they all they're all put, covered in sheets. Right, they all put sheets over their heads, and yeah. they're just kind of they like just lay down and died. Yeah, they laid down creepy. and died, literally. Really creepy. And you get to see the aftermath of that through these videos, and it's disturbing, man. It's pretty intense. But that's that's the thing. This this man convinced all these people to do this, and they believed it wholeheartedly. It's crazy. I'll tell you the thing that trips me up the most. Are you ready for this? What's up? What if he was right? What if he was? <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, I mean, people think he's crazy, and he's, he's I mean, but th- that's what people would think, right? If he's this guy saying, yeah. like, look, I know this sounds kind of crazy. <laughs> just, and he actually says that in his video. Like, I, wa- I watched, like, his little intro videos yeah, when you're yeah. trying to get. I know you think I'm crazy. And he says it many times, like, I know this is really hard to believe, but he's like, I, like, and he starts to try to explain, though, why it is, you right. know. And it's strange, though. But, I mean, it's, I don't know. What if he was right? <laughs> That's such a heavy thought, man. It's crazy. It's wild, though. 
This I need to get more information on this cornucopia and report back. I mean, I, I'm assuming, I'm assuming that they, they didn't were. quite have quite a history of Heaven's Gate, right? No. I mean, they didn't have any mass suicides or anything, right? There's a lot of weird cults out there. A lot of, yeah. a lot of disturbing things. What do, what do you think makes a cult a cult? Like, how do you define a group of people as a cult? When is it? When does it reach that level? That's a hard. That's it's hard to define because when you describe when you would describe a cult, you could apply it to almost anything, including mm. religion. Yeah. But generally, I believe that cults are regarded as being harmful. Think so. It's a leader. Who, it's a mindset that is not healthy. Correct. Right. You're right. developing it, a society, a community that's not unhealthy. Yeah. Right. And 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 it's through you know one person leading a group. A religion generally leads to posit- more of a positive community. Effect. Yeah. Give yeah, me a sense of community, hmm. or well, I'm sorry, as as a sense to one person leading. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy though. Yeah. Heaven's Gate. It reminds me there was. Um, I was just thinking of like cults. Cults always have that that shroud of mysteriousness around them. I was at a Halloween party one time and met, um, like, actual witches. Real witches. Really? Yeah. They were, like, real witches. Well, what made what made you say that? They said that to you? Or they were, like, dressed as witches? Well, they were... He said it was a Halloween party, so no, I'm just trying to figure no, out... No, fair, no, it's a fair question. Yeah. They weren't actually dressed as witches. Okay. They looked... They were dressed in their, like, actual witch attire. But they looked... But, like, when they were... The way that they really? were dressed looked like more of, like, a mystical kind of witch. It wasn't, mm-hmm. like, your traditional pointy hat and stuff. Yeah. It was more of a of an earthly sense. It was It was really cool. But I got to talking to them. And the origins of, you know... Wiccan? Wiccan has has been around for a while, and it's, it's kind of considered, I guess, like what witchcraft is now, right? Or witch, or what witches would be now, right? So it's interesting, the origins of, of Wiccan actually date back to a guy, and it's something that's heavily disputed. There was a guy named Gerald Gardner, and Gerald Gardner supposedly joined a witch coven in England, and they were called the New Forest Coven. And apparently this coven had carried on, like, pagan traditions and Celtic practices throughout the ages, and the only way these practices really existed was through them passing it on. And they believed in this sense of magic or this sense of spiritual power. Mm-hmm. So Gerald Gardner joined them. He was somehow able to, I don't want to say infiltrate, but he was some, somehow able to, to kind of work his way in. And he ended up write, apparently writing all this down. So he was kind of like you studying. You shouldn't share this. You shouldn't share magic. But he was kind of studying people. it, right? So he, he kind of took right. a journalistic yeah. approach to it and wrote it all down. Now, what's so heavily debated about it is whether he actually really was a part of any of that or not. Mm. I think I believe most people will say he actually made it up. Most really? people will say that he really. So is this? Are they referring to like a book that he wrote or wrote a book which okay. kind of founded to my to my recollection? He wrote a book that founded modern day Wicca. Really? Yeah, and that's. And Do you know it, what it's called? I I don't know. If I've ever heard of this. It was called Witchcraft Today. And when, when was it written? 1954. It was published in 1954. So, so right. So he wrote a book about this study he'd basically done mm-hmm. on this coven. Right. One of the things that's always kind of noted is he kind of got carried away with it. He mm. almost, in a sense, became a leader of this witchcraft that he had exposed to the so world. Did, so, uh, it almost I mean, became a, a So did he actually, sense. like, start 
like following it. He actually started believing in it, right? Well, he he said he did. Oh, okay. He said he did. And again, that's debated. He may have, he may not have. Interesting. But he it was called witchcraft today. It's interesting because there's there's recollection that he says that he recollects his time with the New Forest Coven, the original coven he was mm-hmm. brought into to learn the the ways of of witchcraft and, right. and being a witch. Um, he said that they actually during World War Two when the when the Germans were bombing the British island, that they would go out into the forest and do, like, ritual dances, I guess essentially, like, praying for protection or trying to channel really? their spiritual energy into protection from the Germans, yeah. I just uh, thought that was kind of a weird, you know, side story. That uh, Yeah, I mean, it's I definitely think, stuff you don't hear in your history books. Right, right. Interesting. Yeah. So, so these girls that you met, these mm-hmm. these are these are people that currently practice this, or they were just like, did you yes. fi- did you learn about yes. this book but, through but them? Were, but they, but it was interesting because they actually seemed a little bit more of, um, they seem a little bit more grounded in their ideas. They they actually seemed like they were more witches than what you would say a Wicca was. If if so, if so like what if do you I mean? would have had to have met someone, they seemed like they seemed like they were their own facet, and it was interesting because. They actually weren't fans of Gerald Gardner. They were people who oh, said, okay. "Ah, we don't really agree with, or we we don't think he's 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 accurate. Mm-hmm. We don't think he's he's telling the truth and all and, and and everything." Right. I asked. I was like, "Do you do you know the obvious questions? Do you do any of the like the pagan stuff where you kill a goat or something?" <laughs> and she was like, "No, no, 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 Lord, no." And it was it was interesting because it was more Damn. of a nature based thing. <laughs> It was more of a love for animals yeah. and acceptance of of the world and what it was. Um, kind of reminds me a lot like mysticism. Yeah, you know that's kind of. I don't of know anything about mysticism. Is I that like we, witchcraft stuff? No, I wouldn't say that. No, yeah. but interesting witchcraft. Yeah, and and do they do they actually refer to themselves as witches or something else? Yeah. They yeah. do. Interesting. Yeah, but it was again. It was more of a spiritualistic thing. It was more of kind of exploring energies and spirituality yeah. and stuff. It seemed really cool. Yeah. But you know, I mean, it it, it was um it was it was fascinating to talk to somebody about mm-hmm. that and their practices because I it was almost like you sensed a different you know, it, a different type it, of human it kind being. of it kind of make it kind of reminds me of astrology or yeah. uh, um is that what I'm, I'm saying that right? The people where you study the the heavens, where you study space. Am I saying that right? You know, where people are like your an astrologist, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like astrology because right. I don't know a lot about astrology, but from what I've seen, like when when people refer to it and stuff, mm-hmm. it does seem to be how kind of the stars and kind of the energy in the universe affects us differently, and, yeah, and kind of affects how our lives play out. So it's interesting. And to me, it seemed like it's kind of were... these these deeper connections to right. the universe right. and the earth, There's a deeper element right. than what we what we usually experience. And here's the interesting thing: I'm not totally, I don't think that idea is totally ludicrous in any way because oh, I do believe that we are a little more connected to the universe and the earth around us than maybe we even realize. Mm-hmm. You know. It would be kind of interesting to see if you can harness energy like that, you know? Well, we discuss capabilities that you're not aware of that we do have. Right. Well, we discuss a lot about what makes human beings so different from animals. Right. And I think animals had this simplistic idea of the world. They're driven by their instincts. Right. They don't. They don't react to things like we. They do don't because, question because right? our instincts react, but they're dictated through our emotions. Right. 
in our intellect. In like our we intellect. question, in right? Our, in our intellectual capacity. Because right. we, we will actually question, why do I feel this way? Right. You don't just act upon things. Right. But it's interesting because is that make us special or do we just... Are we just this or is it weird? A curse? Or, well, uh, it can, it can. You know what? I'm beginning to believe that too because I just, you know what? The more I learn, the more I'm just disappointed. Oh no! <laughs> but you know, no, no. But seriously though, like it, it makes you wonder if, like, if the if humans are as special as we seem to feel we are about ourselves. Oh yeah. Or are we just an anomaly? We were just an animal that just happened to evolve our brains a little bit further than the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Or the rest of the animals on the planet, and that's it. We're just an we're just an animal that evolved a little bit further. Well, if you if you if you analyze characteristics that dictate who's the dominant one in the animal kingdom, most of the time it comes down to physical based elements. Mm-hmm. Think about it. I mean, we, we are nowhere close to being me and you together could not fight off a full grown adult gorilla. Yeah. So the only thing that really gives us an edge is intellect. Right. That's the only thing we have, and we're able to control them because we have this intellect. But at the end of the day, if we were just part of the animal kingdom, we definitely would not be the top of the food chain. Right. Does that make sense? I don't know if that's... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think that um, it's interesting because I think that is what gives us our power. and It's not that we are physically faster, stronger, you know, or more deadly than the animals on the planet. It's just mm-hmm. that we, we're just smarter. We know how to... Animals don't question their world. They exist in it, right? Correct. We we like to try to sculpt and question how our world is, right? We like to kind of make our world the way we want it to be. Well, for us, right? it has to have purpose, right? Well, I think we... Animals don't we, need purpose. Once we start questioning what our, you know... If you think about it, an animal is what it is. It plays its role, right? Right. And for us, I think that, well, I've said this before, like, I think at times we're not really sure, like, what what is my purpose here? Like, I don't seem to really fit in. Like, it doesn't seem like nature has to have me here to function, so why am I here? So that's the curse of intellect, right? Because so then, right, you're you, driven you, to find out what purpose means. It's kind of like people talk about ignorance is bliss, right? It's right. like the more you know <laughs> and the more you question and the more you assess and start saying, like, why is it this way, the more it starts freaking you out. Right. You're like, wow, this is, like, weird. Being human's <laughs> freaking weird, dude. And it is. It's just one of the craziest things ever. <laughs> there are days that I literally feel like I'm living inside of a movie film. I'm like, I don't even know how to process what's happening, but this can't be real. This has to be like, somebody's watching this and laughing at me right now. <laughs> That's a good one, Chris. What's that idea based <laughs> on? On the next episode. <laughs> I mean, you just can't make, sometimes stuff happens, you're like, I can't make, like, I don't, this has, there has to be something behind this. So anyways, you were, you were, so earlier I, we were kind of looking through and we saw that uh, Disney's actually kind of released a lot of future projects they're working on yeah and um you know of course there's a lot of um a lot of star wars stuff coming out yeah for star wars fans there's quite a few stuff coming out for that and um and there's some stuff that's coming out for their marvel uh, universe oh yeah yeah i saw some of that too and um and one of them that i saw today they're coming out with a loki a loki 
TV series. Really, from the Marvel universe, right? So, so that character from the TV or from the movies, uh, Loki, which if Tom Hiddleston. Fam- if you're not familiar, yeah. Loki is a, a villain from one of the Marvel. Well, he right. he's kind of in between at so, times. So but he's usually a villain, right? So what's interesting is, and I don't really know the whole the details about the show. They just kind of been announcing it, but um, you know, in in the comics or in Marvel, Loki and Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they're based very much off of Norse mythology. Right. Loki Real Norse mythology, right. right. But in the MCU universe, they're kind of, they kind of refer to themselves as gods, but they're almost kind of like extraterrestrials in a sense. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's the way I kind of take it when well, I see us, it. Well, to us, they would be aliens, yeah. Right, because they kind of live in this other place Asgard. in the universe, and they have these unique abilities, but they're not really like immortal. Yeah, I believe I mean, they can, planet yeah. is called Asgard, which right. is the... Is where the gods so, live in Norse mythology. So, so, so then when I take that from from the story, and I'm kind of thinking like, like, what if that was how it happened? Like, what if these extraterrestrials <laughs> came down? And what these, if Marvel and got these, it right? And these Norsemen were like, "Who, who are you?" And he's like, "I am Loki." <laughs> and they're like, "Well, what are you?" And maybe these these extraterrestrials refer to their species as gods. That's what oh, we are. Yeah. We are. We are. We are gods. And they're like, gods. They said this this Loki, this person came down from the sky. Right. Had had these unique abilities, right? Right. He said he's a god. And then guess what? Technology. One day, one day his brother comes down. Here comes Thor shooting lightning, flying down, you know, causing a ruckus. And they're like, oh. they're like, are you a god too? And he's like, well, as a matter of fact, I am. And they're, like, oh. they're like, there's more. <laughs> And thus it begun, right? So all and of a sudden, they slowly started so guess to learn what? All so guess what? As they come and visit, they're telling their <laughs> friends, so like Odin's got to come see these right. humans, right? They're like, oh, I got to check them out. Next thing you know, they're, they're building up these, this mythology. They're like, we've met these incredible beings that they call themselves gods and they had these names, Loki, Thor, Odin. Right. And they, and it became like history for us. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be crazy if that's how it turned out? You know, like some of the mythology was actually based on real events that these people experienced, and they couldn't understand it. Right? They could not understand what was happening, so that's that's how they described it. The gods came and fought. You know, so so they created stories. Well, they they tried to interpret it the best way they could. What I saw, this is what I saw, was this being doing this, shooting these light, this energy out of them. They might have described it as lightning. It could have been a, a spaceship shooting like something out. I mean, I don't know. It's crazy to think about it. And if you ever watch, like, Ancient Aliens, you'll know that's the kind of stuff they love to talk about, is these theories that all this mythology the gods stuff were actually based off of real events that was just people interpreting extraterrestrials coming down mm-hmm. and that was their way of describing it, it was always oh, had to be angels coming from the sky god's coming to speak to us right, right. and or if so well, that was the only explanation they didn't understand or they didn't even understand technology at the time mm-hmm. right so i don't know it's it, it's it, you know there's no i mean you know you can't prove it or deny it but right. it's like it does make you kind of question like what if you were to uncover that all these beliefs Mm-hmm. Maybe even many of your religions were established based on people's experiences with things, they could, with things they could not explain. They just right. simply couldn't explain it, and it changed their life so dramatically mm-hmm. that they, they became a fault. Like, like I'm, this is how they live now. They teach this to their the people after them, and it's just become a you know a, it's turned into a religion or a philosophy, you know, right? Or mythology. Or mythology. Yeah. Do you have a favorite mythos? Like from from a particular 
like the Greek myth, like the Greek gods or the. I don't know. Do you? Do you have one in particular? Probably the Norse gods. You like that? Those. Those. I think they have one of the right. most interesting religions. Well, they're very much. The Norse gods are very much um, steeped in like fight, like war, very much. They're very much mm-hmm. seen as like like fate, warriors. Fate right? is a big thing with all of them, and it's interesting because you know we've said this before, but that very much was the culture of of the Vikings, or mm-hmm. that they were you know they would raid and and fight, and and it was kind of this way that their their gods very much mimicked favored them, it right? Favored it favored them, right? Sacred They're, to them, right? And it and it sort of gave them. It's interesting because you look at like a lot of early man, and these beliefs and these gods in these great places they would go to if they died. To me, it's almost sort of their way of coping with their barbaric world. Right. It, it made it easier to think that I should want to be out here amongst the the grit and the grind and killing people and fighting because mm-hmm. they you know you know to some degree that was their world right that was what I'm I can't like I can't totally escape this it's a right. violent world. But it made it more acceptable to say, well, if I die in combat, I'll be eaten with the god. I'll Almost be like in Valhalla. Cult, right. right. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, Chris, I think we've, uh, that's a good note to end on. All right, man. Till next week. All right. Everybody stay true, stay real, and stay righteous. <laughs>